This is Mona Lisa Baseball. We have another bonus episode for you. Before we start, I want to let you guys know that we are working on Season 3. Right now is a great time to let us know what you're curious about for this upcoming season of Major League American Hardball. So email us, uh, Baseball at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment on YouTube. We'll see that. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I had heard recently that the kind of Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson rule is in effect where the leagues decided you have to pick a sport. So we're never going to get that back either. I don't know. Bo Jackson did something really, really special where he's going to be talked about forever because he did things on the baseball field and the football field that no one else was doing. Dion was good enough to pull it off and he wasn't a wonderful ball player, but he was a starting center fielder and he hit almost 300. I mean, he was legit. He was really legit. Even though you're tempted to say he wasn't Bo Jack, who is mm-hmm. nobody, but he was good enough to play both at a really high level. I mean, he played for playoff baseball teams and Super Bowl winning teams, mm. but now that's been taken from us. So it's a, there's something going on in the specialty. Isn't that interesting that things are getting specialized, but like Amazon is going the opposite direction where they do everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure internally, if you ask somebody, they'd say that their efforts are becoming more and more specialized, like delivering niche products to people that they predict oh, individuals that they, that they will need this based on data they've collected on you. Yeah. Like Amazon probably knows right now, I, they have a better idea of how much toilet paper I have left than I have an idea of how much toilet paper I've left. Do you order your toilet paper on Amazon? Let's just pretend that I did. <laughs> okay. okay. Because we were doing that during the pandemic for right. a short time. And I, I didn't like it because I didn't like all the extra packaging. The yeah, extra yeah. packaging bothered me. It was like, ah, uh, you know, I don't like all but this it's something cardboard. they could track. Yeah. So it was, let's just, but yes. It, and they know what you're burning. They know how often is you order it. Uh-huh. Boom. So this is just an example, a very simple example of how these companies can predict your behavior and why people shouldn't be freaked out by this. You know, I understand a lot about technology and because of, you know, the industry that I work in, because of, you know, what I do for a living, I just kind of understand this stuff. And because I'm a software engineer and I write code, I know how things work and I know what's possible and what's not possible. And I hear people, you know, get paranoid about technology and how it's going to or how they're so worried about companies tracking them and saving their data. It's like, well, they're just trying to put the sale on toilet paper in front of your face. Like there are some diabolical actors out there, but you got to separate that from just companies collecting data on where you are so that they can serve you more relevant ads. Yeah. But there's something offensive about it. What is offensive about it? There's something that we all grew up in a system where, you go out and buy something and then that's the end of it. But it being tracked is something that brings in a weirdness where, yeah, I I think there's just something about being tracked where it's like that thing where someone will act a certain way and they'll tell a really funny joke. But if you were to rewind time and have a camera in their face, they wouldn't tell it the same because it's like, "Ah, I'm being tracked. It doesn't have the same anonymity that seems somewhat important ingrained in humans to a point of you're just more comfortable not being tracked than tracked i guess but i mean and so that's where i talk about the offense it's not like i think amazon truly knows too much about me you can think of it as that you're being tracked that's one way to think about it someone is tracking me right 
Or you can think about it, I performed an action that put some data in a database and then some code acted on that. Mm -hmm. It's so impersonal. Like, mm -hmm. there's nobody at Amazon looking at, okay, well, now we have to talk about how products like Alexa actually, <laughs> the headlines that are generated from this. Yeah, someone's done. Freak people out, but I'm here to explain as the guy who understands technology that you should not be freaked out by this, right? Okay. So what is Alexa? It's the device in your house that you can talk to, Okay. You could not pay me enough money to have her in my house. Totally something you would be... Try to put a million in my hands. Yeah, I know. No, thanks. Because you're morally opposed to it. Correct. But so the way that this thing works is it listens to people talk and it uses this amazing technology that is truly amazing. They can understand different dialects and yeah. your slang. I agree. And it can just do all this stuff and perform internet searches for you, answer questions, help you do your homework. Uh, amazing device, okay? But it's got to record you listen to what you're saying and then process that and then like do a thing. And this is really complicated. Millions of lines of code, hundreds of engineers working for years to develop this technology, the speech recognition and the logic and all of this stuff. Amazing technology that's changing the world when they're developing it and they're testing it and something goes wrong, they want to fix it. Mm -hmm. But in order to fix the problem, they have to understand the problem. So you got to go listen to what the person said and why did this person clearly said toilet paper and it sent them mustard? What's the glitch? We have to fix the glitch. So someone at Amazon listened to somebody say whatever the bug report was. Mm -hmm. The audio was included. They didn't have a name attached to it. They didn't know who it was, but they heard it. People lost their minds. People lost their minds when they heard about this. Amazon's got recordings of me in my house saved on a server somewhere. Yes, they do. I just can't believe that would surprise anyone. People freaked out and like got rid of their, let's just say it, they freaked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. People freaked out. Uh -huh. And I'm here to explain that you can freak out if you want, um, but it's just data in a database and it's there to make the product better in almost all cases. There are, we can definitely talk about malicious actors and malware and people who are out there to steal your, your resources. But when it comes to, when it comes to software developers, product developers developing these products, they're trying to make something useful that you're going to use. They're not trying to. Okay. Yeah. They don't care. All right. I Nobody got... cares what brand of cereal you're buying. Nobody yeah, yeah, cares yeah. that you need the large maxi pads. Nobody cares. Okay. But. The big but is. All the movies we've seen. The doomsday shit. You give technology an inch and they take the whole planet so let's take terminator 2 they're saying the exact same thing back to terminator 2 it was like well we had this amazing opportunity to use this technology and do really special things with it do you believe that technology has the ability or matrix or whatever you want to use to serve itself and just like off the humans does that does that worry you on any level never Never. Not even a little tiny bit. What you're talking about is Skynet. You're talking about a yeah, yeah. self-aware AI sure, sure. that's in control of the nuclear arsenal. Yes. Or Matrix using us for batteries. <laughs> that's We that's, are BTUs. The premise for Terminator 2, excluding time travel, is actually a little more believable. <laughs> okay. If you take time travel out of it and you say, okay, yeah. let's talk about your concern. Could there be an AI entity that has somehow gains control of systems and could blow up the world? Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Okay, just a second ago you said it was. Yeah, that's possible, but but what you should really be worried about is not that. What you should be worried about is 
people's ability to create larger and larger weapons with just the tools they have at home, okay? Let's take an example. There's a big controversy right now. Should you be able to 3D print a gun, Mm -hmm. okay? How do you regulate that? A gun is just a 3D model. I can model it myself. You make it illegal to sell the model. Good luck trying to make, you know, people sharing files on the internet illegal. That's impossible. Piracy has proved that. Any movie you want, you can go find it. Any song, it's there if you know where to look. Okay. (laughs) The idea that you could keep some data private on the internet, good, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So people are going to be able to 3D print a gun. People are already doing that. So I'm 3D printing guns. Now I'm 3D printing bombs. Now I'm 3D printing a virus that will kill everyone. So as soon as that capability is in more and more people's hands, instead of just like an elite laboratory somewhere, when everyone, when hundreds of thousands of people have the ability to 3D print a virus that will kill everyone, someone's going to have a bad day and they're Mm going to print it. Yeah. And we're doomed. We're all dead. That's what you should worry about. Don't worry about AI. Worry about people. Yeah. I mean, we're all being pushed currently. And we're all being, you know, we're all in it together. So we're all, when a higher percentage of people have a bad day, let's say in this last year, 10% of people have more bad days. There's probably a direct link to 10% more bullshit happened because we're all reacting to it. And we can't get off of, well, maybe we can. I was going to say we can't get off this planet. This is our home. And we're all dealing. We're, we can. We're stuck here on Earth. We're, we're dealing with other people's shit because we live in the same place. On some level, we all share a home. Earth is not as big as some people want it to be. Mm-hmm. Butterfly effect. Yeah, you banned the DH in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> look where we are look now. Look where we are now. Yeah, the same guy that has Bill Lee. Due to the DH, what happens? And he goes basically to that. He says, and then there's this, and then there's this. And he ends it with something like, and that's the end of world civilization. (laughs) It's a comedy routine. It's not. What's so cool about this guy is that he pitched a seventh game of the World Series. He was a legitimate baseball player, but his nickname was Spaceman because he was weird. He's drawing a straight line through the DH to the end of civilization. Absolutely. I think he's completely correct. And that was in... I couldn't agree more. That interview's in from 30 years ago. That's in the Ken Burns documentary. Mm. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah. So we, his name's Bill Lee. We got to pull that one up. But, I mean, he's drawing the same line. He drew it 30 years in front of us. Here we are walking that line. Yeah. We're halfway down it. And the thing about it, it's actually not a straight line. It's a, lo- a slow... Uh, tilt and then just a cliff mm-hmm. that you're going to fall right off. Yeah, of. it's like, whoa. Yeah. That been quick. Wouldn't you like to be in the room that when they did the 2020 shortened season, I remember being stunned, which was just uh, universal. We're just doing the DH. We're just going to try it out and see if it works. Now's the time to do it. It was a bargaining chip. Boy, I didn't like the sound of that. And then when they brought back National League rules for 2021, it was, thank God. Thank God they weren't lying to me. And then they were. Turns out they were. Yeah. So we're back to the DH. It was their way of uh, slowly turning the boiling water up, you know. Mm -hmm. I imagine they were like, oh, it's short in season. This is an opportunity to fuck with people. It's like they could never blame us to the degree they would on a regular length season. It's eh, it's 60 games. (sighs) 
chess is a stupid game. Okay. Chess is, it's simple and you can teach a computer to play it better than a human because it's so simple. Now, a lot of people would hear that and go, what? Chess is so complicated. Oh, you have to be so smart to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And to be the best player in the world, you have to be very smart. But at the end of the day, like the first like five or six or seven or eight opening moves in chess, it's like completely known, completely known. Like for the first few permutations, like it's just known if you play this, you play this defense or, or, you know, and things play out. They got names for them, like Mm -hmm. named after famous chess players. And then when you get later into the late and mid game, you have just positions that are known like, oh, we've got this position here in this part of the table and with pressure from the thing on this side. It's completely known. There's no question if a board is in a particular space. Um there's so much history and precedent for how you play that, how it's been won before. What is the more advantageous move? If you understand all the moves that are possible and all the positions possible, obviously a computer can do this easily. Um, but humans can do it too, to the point where, um, if you've got a game where everything is known, all the opening moves are known. They all have names. Uh, you know, the mid game has been explored. The end game is completely known. If you're in a certain position, you either win or you blunder. That's it. There's no in between. Like, that's boring to me. I only play games that I can beat the computer at because it involves, there's a, you need that human touch to take your game to the next level, to like mm-hmm. find the creative way to, to use two different or three different strategies together and then pull this other thing in that actually like amps that strategy up using a unique strategy that's all my own. These are the games that I like to play because um, who wants to play a game that a computer can beat you at? And like a computer program that was written, you know, my, somebody who's not even like, like these days, <laughs> these days you can pull some libraries off the shelf uh, as an engineer and write what Deep Blue was like, you know, on your own PC. Is Deep Blue the the program that won at chess? It's the famous one that that first, like the first famous first one kind of beat. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like, it was basically a big marketing thing by IBM. But someone beat it, right? And then they kind of fixed the glitch. It's an interesting story and it's it's just as interesting as any like storied world series where it went back and forth and mm-hmm. they there was problems with the computer and there was problems yeah. with the guy, you know. Yeah. You should check it out. And there's there's more than one of these stories. So, um History of Chess, I I highly recommend you look into that. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. How do you think I I knew all the things about chess when we were doing our the lockout sessions? I don't know. I figure you know a lot of stuff about a lot of things. Yeah, I, I freshened up on the on the topic. Yeah, the because uh, I, I knew we could we could make this analogy between baseball and chess that would yeah. be perfect. You know what you just made me think of is you know when you're talking about all the set rules, it probably got so played out that that's why the queen they didn't have the analytics back in the day there were good chess players back then but they were all humans okay Mm -hmm. and the game was explored but it wasn't explored like the way that is now because you have the printing press yep you didn't have ways to share this information between people and across generations in the same way that you have now okay millions hundreds of people have written books about chess about the mid game the opening moves all of this like different strategies different positions that's why i say it's like a known quantity like it's a Everything about chess, there's no new strategies in chess. Mm -hmm. Every way to have played the game has already been played. So it's all happened. With chess, yeah. There's only so many ways that a game can play Yeah, what are the possibilities? It depends on how you calculate it. But it's it's Uh, a a lot of, it's millions and billions billions, of possibilities. But 
it doesn't always matter exactly where the pieces are because the, if the bishop is further down the line or not, it's ex- exerting the same pressure right. on the position. It Got doesn't it. matter where that position is mm-hmm. necessarily it, because chessboard is small. It's eight by eight, right? You play modern day video games. If it's even played on a board at all, it's played on massive, massive boards, huge maps with waterfalls and elevation changes. You know, if you're playing any game like this, like any type of, I'm moving my piece mm-hmm. to beat this other team of pieces. There's lots of games like that. So much more interesting to me than chess. You know, and where you can decide your own strategy. Like imagine, you know, a much bigger chessboard with much more pieces and your ability to kind of customize which pieces you you go with. Right? Doesn't that sound more interesting? Isn't that a more complicated, a more interesting game? I think so. And uh, chess is just too small. And that's why people have written books about it. And it's a closed topic, (laughs) you know? And if baseball goes that way, if it's like everyone's trying to hit home run every single time and uh, we don't have fielders anymore, we just have like red dots out there. And if you hit the dot, you're out, Um, you know, and every ballpark has the same fence, the same dimensions, the same height, then you're going in that direction, you know, and it just seems like that's where we're going. Banning a shift. Well, I don't, I don't have any issue at all with people playing a different version of chess. What's happening in baseball that's different is that we're losing sight of the actual game where I don't think chess is going to be forgotten how to play the rules, you know, and they can experiment with bigger boards and more pieces and four rooks instead of two and all that stuff. And you can't though. You can't. What do you mean you can't? Well, no one's no one in the professional chess circuit is is advocating for these things. No one wants to change chess. Chess, but let's say they did. You could change mm. it, and chess would still stand alone for what it is. But baseball can't do that anymore because all the leagues lesser than have catered to the rule changes, and they've catered to DH. So there's nowhere you can find the real version of baseball anymore, where anyone could pull the chessboard out of the attic and say, "Let's play the real version." Mm-hmm. Like, great. Sick of all this newfangled shit. Yeah, take the queen off. Go back to the elephants. Uh, get rid of en passant and castling. No, those are gone. So yeah, I guess there there has been a couple of interesting rules, but no one you could not expand the board in chess. That's a non-starter. That's not going to happen. That's a different game. You'd have to invent a new game, and that's what I wish baseball would do. I wish they would go American League hardball, a new game with is the EH and the DH yeah. and the BH do all of that stupid yeah. crap. Lower the mound, raise the mound, put them on a spaceship, play the game and fast forward, put in a pitch clock. I don't care. Call it something else. Form a new league. Take the word baseball out your f***ing mouth. Make a new game because that's what you're doing. Don't take the game that's good and it's unthinkable in chess that you would change the piece now because it settled into a place where it's agreed upon by everyone that you wouldn't want to change it. It doesn't need to be more exciting. The chess channel doesn't exist, okay? We're not, we're not selling tickets to chess championships the way that we're selling tickets to Yankees, the Red Sox games. It's the money. It's the only reason they're making these changes. It's for the money. And if if chess got more popular, if chess was the biggest thing ever, we'd be hearing debate about whether we should do away with the en passant role mm-hmm. or castling or can you only castle after nine moves or like little subtle changes here and there. And maybe that's okay. Talking about little subtle changes around the corners. You know, I'm okay with that. But 
UDH banning the shift. These are so far outside of the realm of small changes. These are huge, huge changes. Okay. Well, I talked in detail about other small ones, like, uh, you know, the saving 15 seconds sort of thing. Did that bother you at all that you'll never see another uh, four pitch walk? Uh, with the catcher standing. I think the only reason we haven't talked about that is there's so many other things to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, the intentional walk. I have seen a guy hit a double when they were trying to intentionally walk him. Yeah. And uh, that's baseball. What could be more fun than a guy sneaking one in like that? Oh, I love it. And yeah, make him throw it. Make him wear his arm out. You put it perfectly. This is why I have nothing to add. It's like, make them... Feel the shame. Let the crowd boo. This is a great I this is a great opportunity for the crowd to boo. Engage in the game. Boo. Boo that. Mm-hmm. You're walking our guy. You suck. Yeah. Let's see you throw those four pitches new yeah. alarm. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No no argument at all for me on that one. But they saved fifteen seconds, right? So great. Thank God. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of world civilization. You can freak out if you want. Anonymity that seems somewhat important. Fix the glitch. Tell a really funny joke. It's a comedy routine. I just can't believe that would surprise him. like the sound of that and then when they brought back national league rules for 2021 it was thank god (laughs) thank god they weren't lying to me and then they were turns out they were